Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UFTA podcast, where we are delivering a fresh take uh, on several different topics that it pertains to your health and fitness and your sustainable uh, results path. As always, I'm Jordan Rudolph, and I am joined by... Oh, I thought you were going to say my name. No. Nope. Joined by Emily. Nope. <laughs> Emily's here joining me, and we are here for another episode to uh, hopefully keep delivering a surprisingly fresh take as you enter the new year. And we wanted to dive in... We've talked in the previous episodes, like the very previous episodes, like just before this in episodes 15 and 14, uh, about certain things and certain uh, paths that people take during their health and fitness journey Mm -hmm. as it relates to motivation and as it relates to um, their mindset and like kind of getting uncomfortable. Yep. Uh, There's a couple other things that I think we can hammer home to help people as they go through this journey. Um, in particular, obviously, as us being fitness professionals, probably more so talking um, along the health and fitness goals of things. Uh, I don't know if you recall the number, but I think it's something like everybody, like I, 90-something percent of the population usually has some sort of New Year goal or mm-hmm. aspiration or something that they're going to do different. And by the end of January, it's almost like 70%, and by the end of February, it's 90 <laughs> I think that's about are, right. Are, have, are, have been are, done. Are yes. done. Like, yeah. As in like they've, some language, some media will say they failed. Right. But they're just not pursuing those goals anymore is the way we put it. Right. So it's basically of the, however many we want to say, mm-hmm. um, what is it? I don't know. It's probably worldwide, whatever. But of the billions of people that have some sort of New Year aspiration, um, basically 10% make it through February. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's even fewer than that that probably say that it would succeed. Right. Yeah, I think it, it drastically drops um, in terms of, like you said, pursuing the health fitness goal. And kind of speaking to, we've touched a lot in the past on like the motivation aspect and how to stay consistent building motivation when you don't have it was a whole episode of ours. Um, but it just speaks to that fact of like sometimes we can't just rely on only the new year mm-hmm. to push us through. Yeah. Right. It can be a great kickoff point, but it cannot be the only thing. Cannot be the only thing. And I think another big piece that comes with, I think I would label it down to three things. Like if a person wants to change something, and especially if it's health and fitness, like they they have the idea, they wait for the motivation. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Like the path that people usually think is that they have to get motivation to then do action to then get results to then get motivation when actually they have to get action to do motivation to get results and then create more motivation. It's yes. flip-flopped, right? We've talked about that. We've talked about how to make sure that you're getting... Um, you're pursuing the right goal and kind of doing it the right way with getting uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. The other, the other three things, then I would say it's more of like a plan, like yep. a like a structured plan, like an organized structured piece, uh, environment, mm-hmm. and then support, like yeah. some sort of some sort of support that you have with you. So when we talk about the health and fitness side. This is why it's super smart to not do it alone. Like even if you bring a buddy, I don't know the statistic off the top of my head, but I think if you have a workout buddy, you're like two thirds more likely to succeed um, 
through uh, through a longer tenure, like at least past 30 days. Mm -hmm. So like you just having somebody else with you, whether it's somebody that you meet at the gym, somebody that you're going to meet uh, in the future that you haven't met yet, uh, or somebody that you're actually bringing them with you as a friend, you you're, you have a 67% more likelihood of success. Like mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's a hands down thing. Yeah, find like, find someone else to do it with you. Right. Join a community of people already doing it. 100%. And then uh, the support thing is kind of one of those funny ones where, uh, A, you're going to an environment that you like, so mm -hmm. we're talking about that too, but that support thing with also the workout buddy is also making sure it's kind of um, like, like you don't try to be secret about this. Like people try to wear it like a badge of honor, and they almost act like it's a victim mentality a little bit, but they wear it like a badge of honor that they're doing something for themselves that literally helps make them a better person for the world and everyone else around them, but they're too afraid to tell anybody else about it. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. they just don't want to because they want to wear it like a badge of honor and make sure, like, I'm going to work so hard and they're going to notice me in six months that I'm doing something, but I'm not right. going to tell anybody about it. Right. Negative attitude towards it. Yep. Not good. Definitely not. Happens a lot. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. We see it here with certain things. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the times, like, what happens there, too, is, like, significant... My point is um, I was going to get through, like, to significant others. Mm -hmm. Like, somebody that close or somebody that's family. Like, people won't share those things with the family, whether they don't understand, which most likely they don't. Right. But they they, they, they just don't want to share that thing because I think they're embarrassed that they're going to fail. Like, mm -hmm. ultimately, or they're ashamed, is a better word, that they're going to fail. Right, yeah. I mean, it can be natural and it can be scary to a point to like share that goal with others which is where sometimes having that significant other or very close friend and maybe you don't go you know blasted on social media that you're starting this brand new thing but maybe you do share with like the few close friends maybe you might not even know this but by you taking their step like they're actually doing it too and you have a new community so instead mm -hmm. of going on these parallel journeys with each other and not really even knowing that it's happening all of a sudden you have a community of someone you already know, like, and trust that's your really good friend, yeah. and you guys get to do it together, which is super cool and probably more common than people might think. 100%. That's Especially the other thing. now. Exactly. That's yeah. the other thing. Like, no one's talking about this or wants to make it a thing, but they're, you're literally probably surrounded by hundreds of people every day that are trying to go through the same path and not telling anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think it ultimately still comes back to that all or none mindset where... I don't want to tell anybody about I'm doing this because if I screw up, it makes me look bad. It makes mm -hmm. me look like a failure. Then my friends view, my family view me as a failure. But really, like internally, we view ourselves as that. When you got to mm -hmm. get over that, you got to have right. more self compassion. You got to better self compassion, not more, yep. better. Better. And you got to give yourself a break and understand that this thing is a process. It's not an outcome based thing. Mm -hmm. And flip that mindset real freaking quick. And mm -hmm. if you haven't, go back to Sue Tobert, Dr. Sue Tobert's episode. I think she's like episode 10, maybe 12. Yeah, it's, it's in there. It's, yeah. it's double digit somewhere in there. Yeah, we talk about self-compassion a lot and having more compassion for ourselves and humanity. Mm -hmm. And Kristen uh, Neff. Neff, yes, um, on going through the, the three things of self-compassion mm -hmm. um, and whatnot too. Like, it comes back to that all in our mindset again. Like, mm -hmm. it really, really, truly does. And yeah. a, or a fixed mindset in that case, too. Definitely. And one of those pillars of self-compassion is that common humanity in that, like, everyone is going through similar things. So mm -hmm. just recognizing, like, oh, I'm not the only one who might not reach my goal the first time. And being yep. able to detach that from, like, Jordan said, oh, I'm a failure. And framing that as, like, oh, I found a way that didn't work. I just need to do it a different way can be super powerful in changing that mindset. Say that again. 
Like, people need to hear that again. Uh, I don't totally remember what I said. So, <laughs> Might have instead, rewent, of, but instead of viewing instead of yourself viewing as a failure. Yeah, instead of viewing yourself as a failure and kind of taking that internally, you can frame it and say, hey, I just found a way that didn't work. I just know I need to do it differently the next time, mm-hmm. right? So that's that first step in, like, changing your mindset from, like, oh, I'm stuck where I am, I'm a failure, this won't happen, that all or nothing, to, oh, I just need to find a different way. Like, what worked for someone else didn't work for me. Yeah, and it could be Which is when... totally normal. Totally normal. And when it, com- when it comes down to that moment where you're basing it off of a singular outcome, um, it could be just thinking about it in terms of, oh, I, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. It, you could finish that another step further and say it didn't work for me this time right or it didn't work for me right now right it could be a right now thing yeah and that speaks to kind of to tie back like the environment matters your Mm -hmm. other life factors matter a Mm -hmm. lot in pursuing a goal uh, especially a health and fitness goal like if you don't have the time if your goal is fat loss but you don't have the time to dedicate to what it takes to lose body fat yeah maybe it's not the right time to pursue fat loss yeah Maybe it's the right time to pursue another goal. If stress is holding you back, maybe you're better off addressing the cause of your stress and that being your primary focus as opposed to trying to forget that that exists when it plays such a big role. Ironically enough, the side effect of helping stress management and reducing stress is fat loss. It is. <laughs> um, so we got environment. We talked about that really quick there. Uh, and, and environment kind of blends into the support. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my mind too, because you got to have the you got to have an environment at home that supports you, and you probably have Definitely. to change your environment around to help support you a little mm-hmm. bit. That might be in a kitchen makeover. Mm-hmm. If any of you listening need a kitchen makeover, by the way, we have a full presentation and pamphlet on it. Mm-hmm. Let us know; we'll send it to you. Just shoot us a message on Instagram, Facebook. Not uh, leave a comment because I don't see those very well on all of our <laughs> channels. But find us on social media and send us a message. We have a kitchen makeover uh, guide to mm-hmm. help you with that. Ninety-nine percent sure we do. I'm sure that we do. Yeah, we have a whole pre- we did a whole presentation on it at one point mm-hmm. too. So I know we didn't, and we actually the person one time we did that. I don't know if you were here yet uh, as a staff M, but yeah. we we did a kitchen makeover presentation, and then whoever came, mm-hmm. uh, we drew a lucky winner, and and we got to go to their house and do a kitchen makeover. Oh, nice! And yeah, we, I don't and, think I was here for yeah, that. Yeah, Morgan and PJ won it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it was pretty cool to go over there and like help yeah. them, help, help them, them, yeah, take yeah, over, go through some stuff. And that can be so important, like just to draw on that to encourage people to like check that out. Like a lot of the most quote unquote disciplined people have actually just controlled their environment so that they have to make less decisions throughout the day, mm-hmm. right? So when we think about like, oh, do I have to make the decision to have the vegetable? It's a lot easier to make that decision to have a vegetable when it's already cut up, it's washed. Maybe the chips or the popcorn is on a higher shelf. Right when you design your environment to make the more goal aligning choices easier for you, yeah, it's kind of shocking how easy they then become. Yeah, one hundred percent. We should probably do an episode just on environment someday. Probably just to really take a deep dive into it and help people with that to understand like environments. Seventy five percent of our actions that we take on a daily basis are from environment. Yes, according to psychology studies. Mm-hmm. Um, Ironically enough, 75% of how your body feels and how your body is kind of dictated and what your health is right now is also environmental, Environmental. which is crazy. Like people want to blame it on genetics. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, genetics have 25% or less. Yep. It's 75% environmental. 
um, which is which is just bonkers. And then your most of your actions, like seventy five percent of your actions, are based on environment. Right, which is cool because that means you have control yes. over what you your outcome is. You have seventy five percent, which is a heck of a lot more than people sometimes think. Well, they focus on the twenty five. Well, it's easy to focus on the negative, right? right? We talked about that, the all or nothing. Like it's easy to focus on that negative, yeah. As opposed to allowing yourself, like, hey, forget the things I don't have control over. What can I control? Mm-hmm. We've yeah. touched on that umpteen million times episodes and, over. And one thousand percent of the time. When it comes to controlling, you have 1,000% of the ability to control your attitude or how you respond to something mm-hmm. every single time. Mm-hmm. So that, that also comes down to, to you. Um, the last thing that we can, we can chat about here to kind of gear people up for this new year is, is the plan or the structure. Yep. Um, I know that we can't speak for most other gyms. I've worked at other gyms here in the area. You've worked at other gyms here in the area we know how they've done certain things, how they do certain things, how they don't do certain things. Mm-hmm. But what we can tell you guys is how we focus on what we do. Right. And when we can tell you that type of thing. And we view, because Emily and I have been doing this thing for almost 10 years apiece now, so mm-hmm. 20 years just between the two of us, um, we've seen it all, we've been through it all, we've done it all, we've taken part in it all, we've acknowledged it all, uh, we continue to research it all, and we continue to try to push the envelope and be better. And a lot of the things that we've seen in our past, whether we liked or didn't like, is how we do things today. Mm-hmm. Is basically what it comes down to. What we don't like is when people get throttled into some sort of plan or program that forces them to be there four, five, six days a week, um, do multiple workouts a day sometimes, or enables it, mm-hmm. and puts you on some sort of super restrictive, super uh, like starvation-based diet yeah like like controlling too many things that don't need to be controlled and and just Mm -hmm. basically you're already making enough changes when you what happens when you do that for the nutrition side of things is you go through this mega binge Mm -hmm. at the end and it's your classic story that you've told several times of when you're when you're growing up and your parents saying do not do this the first instinct in the head (laughs) and the psychology is to do right and right. you're, you're going to do, do not, do not, don't, right. yep. and then you're, you're, you're going to do it. You right. know, we all know we're going to do it. 100%. And that's where the, those kind of nutrition plans quite literally fail. You might see good results and think like, oh, that worked for me. But we've talked about it before, like that after, after mm-hmm. matters so much more. Like, is it sustainable? Could you see yourself doing it for a year at a time yeah right is it is it long term does it allow you to let have your favorite foods can you have a craft beer every now and Mm -hmm. again right or whatever matters to you i know craft beer is close to our hearts so (laughs) caffeine maybe it's another one also very close yeah (laughs) uppers and downers baby (laughs) but what does it look like for the long term for you is it a you know only could be possible for a month or could you do it for your whole life yeah, well, we're we're in this culture where we're built for comfort, right? Mm-hmm. And and everything us, uh, everything in our culture is designed to keep us in this comfort state and not get uncomfortable. So if we think anything past like thirty days or forty two days, and we want to have the hope, and we want to have the, like, there's this tremendous amount of hope that we're always relying on, that all of our problems of our health and fitness will be solved in thirty days or forty two days, mm-hmm. all of them. Yep. And it's a great hope to have, and when you get to that point in time. There's a, there's a shift. You might have great results, but does it really count or does it really matter if we fast forward to the end of the year 
and here we are at the end of 2022, just fresh into 2023 as we listen to this. Yep. Um, are you better off than you were at the beginning of this past 2022 season, year? Uh, or are you worse? Like Because a lot of these people that jump into these starvation-based programs for mm-hmm. nutrition in ex- super exhaustive workout structure programs, uh, they're in worse shape. Mm-hmm. They gain more weight back than they originally were at when they started it. Their body feels worse, mm-hmm. and it kind of lights up the chain of other things that they now have going on. To speak to our mental side of things, too, it perpetuates that all-or-nothing yep. mindset even more that we want to break, yep. right? You're now probably like, oh, I failed at another thing. I'm ashamed that I couldn't do it yet again because mm-hmm. oftentimes it's not the first time we've tried mm-hmm. to pursue a health and fitness goal, right? So where we need to change kind of moving into the new year is like finding something that is sustainable yeah. long-term. Which then brings us to how we do things at Unity and what we do like. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're not doing things here because we think we, we, just because we like them. We're doing things here, guys, because over 20 years of combined of two years, two 10-year two experiences between the both of us, we've done all of the other things. Like, mm-hmm. we've been through these 28-day things with ourselves. We've done through the six-week things. And we can make drastic change. Yep. And we can get good. But if it doesn't last, guys, if it doesn't last, if you truly don't feel better or truly can't get this stuff, it, I, I, I don't think it matters. Right. It, I, I agree. Like, I don't think... It's harsh saying that, too. There's people yeah. listening to us that are probably members here at Unity that are like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't want to take away from their work. Mm-hmm. But And it's hard work. Like, there's there can be benefit in, like, pursuing uncomfortable and challenging things. So if we want to push for a month and recognize, like, okay, this is unsustainable long term, but the problem is we push for the month thinking that that's the end-all, be-all, and you can go right back to whatever we were doing before mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the small changes that will accumulate over time in addition to that month. Yes. And right? there's times when that month, like let's say I'm going on a vacation in 30 days. Right. Do I want to look better than I look right now on that vacation in 30 days? Most likely. Right. So I will dial in for mm-hmm. 30 days to do that, but I'm not going to do the the, the, the the extremes of everything. I'll just look better, and, and I might decide to bump it up at the end a little bit, mm-hmm. fully knowing in my head that when I come back or when I go on vacation, like things are going to change and I'll go back to a normal. Right. You just have to have that other, to establish other, the yes, normal yes. first. And the normal is most likely not what you're doing now, but it's also not as extreme as some of these, you know, 28-day, 45-day yes. things that are very short-term. Yes. So when we think about nutrition, we like to focus on the person, their lifestyle, their goals, their needs. And we try to help them create habits and established patterns that make this sustainable. Mm-hmm. Where we go beyond the 30 days, the 60 days, the 90 days to do that. Yep. We eat real foods. We don't rely on supplementation. Supplements will only help your habits once the habits are established. They will also create buy-in towards making sure your habits are done even better because you're taking these supplements that will help with those. Mm-hmm. So there's an enormous buy-in portion with supplements too. Definitely. When it comes to the plan or structure of a workout then... Let's just glance over this as we wrap up the episode of mm. um, we don't like just coming in and just going to complete exhaustion, muscle muscle failure every time. Right. We like to create a progression mm-hmm. within a person, but more importantly, we create a program that's specifically designed for them and what their goals and then what they want to achieve. They're not just thrown into the what you called it best was a cookie-cutter program. Mm-hmm. We How did you say it? We don't fit people into it into the cookie cutter program yep we make the program the program to them to them yeah yeah and i think that's so important like not every person is the same 
we had, for example, we had someone drop into the class I just taught this morning, mm-hmm. and she was able to do most of the things we did today. And we just made some small adjustments. Like, we know we can't, we did deadlifts today. We can't deadlift from the floor. She did deadlifts just with everyone else, except for, hey, we're going to bring those up on a box because we yep. know that going down too low isn't going to be great for you. Yep. So it's allowing the class and the program then to be adjusted and specified to that person yeah. as opposed to like, oh, we're doing deadlifts from the floor. Everyone's doing deadlifts from the floor. There's no other options, cool. right? Yeah. Like, that's just not good for anyone like you don't not my body doesn't work like yours doesn't work like anyone else's like everyone's is different and that modification wasn't necessarily made because oh you look like poop when you deadlift and we need to get elevated you assessed and screened her and got to know her before she even came in because you gave her that modification before you even saw her move Definitely. Um, that's I, a big thing because some of these right. people will be like, oh, well, my coach gives me the box on the floor. Right. But that's because they don't like your form, which is a modification anyway. Mm-hmm. But this was a prescribed This thing. was, yeah, this was, she came in, we talked about health history, kind of what she had going on. I had her do one of our movement, a few of our movement assessment screens before. So mm-hmm. I knew before we even grabbed weight, like I already had the box in my hand and yeah. I hadn't even seen her like do anything yeah. and I knew we were going to need it so I brought it back to the class with me yeah. just from talking to her got to have it here so super quick like that's a that's a that's a very specific detail of how this would start with somebody and this is somebody that Emily met an hour ago but she only had like five to ten minutes to get this information and do it to make sure what was planned for the workout of, of, of that class mm-hmm. what we ultimately like to do is create this custom program specifically for you the person so you're not getting fit in and thrown into something like a like the like the lion's den definitely and, and you're just kind of left there to survive and figure it out like you figure it out as you go but as you figure it out the program progresses as you progress the program progresses and it's built and tailored to continue to help you progress and get to that point where you don't overshoot your own capacity leading to injury leading to burnout leading to mental exhaustion fatigue irritation annoyance Mm-hmm. all the other stuff with it yep as you grow the program grows yes right like it continues on it allows you to establish a foundation and a base and then we just move onwards and upwards from there the wider our base the taller the pyramid i've never used that previously but yep. when we skip the base building part your your sol your pyramid's yep. not going to be very tall and to wrap it up the beauty about this and how we do things now our plan works here glancing over it today we can probably do another episode on this entire topic alone too is we, we assess, mm-hmm. we get to know you as the person so that we can help build the confidence with you in and out of the gym so that you can take back more control of what you have in your life in and out of the gym, particularly out of the gym, so that you can get back to that point of clarity and reclaim the life that you want to live pain-free and all the other things in it. That's our process. Other gyms just want you to come in and get your ass kicked all the time just to have a good workout that day and we'll see you tomorrow, see you the next day, see you later, whatever it is. We are trying to get you to live this autonomous life with confidence, control, and clarity on your own where you can do it yourself, and we teach you and guide you and mentor you in how to do that. We just hope that people happen to love this environment and love that structure and love that expertise so much that they continue to stay with us, which mm-hmm. most do. Correct. Yeah. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Just let you go. All right. <laughs> so plan and structure, yep. environment and support. Those are the other three things we wanted to make sure we covered today. Um, but again, talking a little bit more of what we like and don't like and also how we do things here at Unity. Mm-hmm. Definitely. As we head into the new year, kind of make sure as you're thinking about your goals uh, or maybe you've already thought about them because you'll be listening uh, obviously after the new year. But as we start to take the action steps first to build the motivation, mm-hmm. make sure you kind of have all three of those pillars. And if you're looking for other 
kind of episodes to listen to. Um, our motivation one was a good one to kind of reference back on yep. how to build motivation when you don't have it, um, as well as we've already referenced the episode with Sue Tobert uh, talking a little bit more about self-compassion. So For sure. refer back to those. Have some self-compassion in this new 2023 year as you pursue. As yeah. Well. And with that said, guys, Happy New Year. We're happy to have you. Uh, we hope if you're a new person listening to this or somewhere close in lacrosse and you want to come check things out, you check us out too. Mm-hmm. We know gyms are obviously going to get busier here in the next month or so. So we uh, we plan on anticipating uh, seeing new faces coming in. Definitely. Definitely. Check us out. Share this episode with someone yep. who you might see it. For sure. Rate, review, subscribe, download. All the things. If you want that uh, kitchen makeover guide, find us on social media, shoot us a message. We'll get that sent over to you. Otherwise, we will catch you in the next episode. For sure. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye, everybody.